going on, ladies and gentlemen? Basement Kings podcast here yet again. And, uh, yeah, we are going to try to keep this podcast weekly, but please don't harm us if we don't skip, keep to that schedule. People have busy lives. So, uh, anyway, I want to introduce uh, two other gentlemen joining me here today for this podcast. So, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, Gabe, you can go first. Okay. Uh, hello. Good evening. I am Gabe Alexander Grace. Uh, yeah. And I'm Mike or Jack of all trades. A very confusing uh, name to choose for a channel, but yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm none other than the uh, Black Canadian Swisher TV, whatever. I have many uh, aliases on YouTube, uh, but for right now, I'm Yanni, the host of this podcast. And uh, we actually have a whole lot of news to talk about. But before we get into the news for this week, uh, why don't we just uh, just tell each other what we've been doing this week? Tell you guys what we've been doing. Uh, so, uh, Gabe, why don't we start off with you? Uh, not much. Lots of college. Um, been playing a lot of The Witcher 3. I just restarted it. Because I lost my save file. Because I am a genius. <laughs> wow, so uh, how are you liking Witcher 3 so far? Yeah, it's really good. Alright, so, uh, yeah, Mike, how about you? What you been up to? Uh, let's see. Work, uh, started Persona 4 on my channel which is so fun. Such a great game. So fun. Uh, we talked ad nauseum about that last week, though. Or last podcast. Um, finally beat Breath of the Wild. Just beat that today. So that's been a pretty big uh, undertaking. And just trying new stuff on my channel, too, while I'm at it. Mm, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, just be prepared next week, you guys, because Persona 5 is coming out, and we just want to talk about that. <laughs> so I hope you guys are getting it next week, because we need to talk about that next week. I'll oh, yeah, just, just a week. <laughs> That's all you need. Not, not a week. Yeah, but, um, yeah, speaking of, like, yeah, Persona, just been playing uh, Persona 4 to try to finish that up on my channel, because I've been doing that as well. But just because, like, I just need to teeth my... Uh, hunger for persona 5 so i'm just been playing persona 4 uh i'm at the dreadful valentine's day part of persona 4 uh golden where you Ooh. have to choose uh your waifu real quick try not to start any wars here but okay waifu war right now who who who's your waifu chie all day every day uh, girl loves her some steak and i'm about that life <laughs> uh, I thought that was going to go a whole different direction. Girl likes the steak. I mean, I got the steak, but you know, she likes it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I'm a I'm a Naoto type of guy. I don't know. I just I don't know. She's useful. That's what I like about her. She's useful. Hey, Chie is useful too. She can kick ass. <laughs> she can kick stuff. I don't know. I stopped using Chie for like a par portion of that. But anyway, we're not going to get into that. We are, are going to be talking about the news and stuff that uh, has happened this week and last week because we didn't record anything last week. So uh, the first in the uh, list of topics is Evil Within 2. Uh, it was released uh, now hiring form or whatever it was uh, for Evil Within 2. I'm guessing they're looking for developers or uh, programmers for that game. So I'm guessing this is just uh, them announcing that, hey, we're making <laughs> Evil Within 2 or whatever. Which I guarantee they didn't expect this to get out, but it's the internet and... Everything is going to be out. I'm honestly kind of... Uh, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it, though. Yeah, I'll be interested to see as well. I haven't actually played the original. Horror stuff's not really my cup of tea, but looks decent enough. I mean, that's fair. I, I played bits of the original, and I didn't care for it as much as, like, your Silent Hills and your... Uh, insert other horror survival game here. But I enjoyed what I did play of it too. Uh, yeah, it was all right. It needed some. It had that Bethesda jank, as I like to call it, the the normal Bethesda game yeah. jank that it normally has. And like, yeah, if they can like just polish up how the game played in the first one and just focus on uh, making a good experience for us, then I, I'm interested in playing Evil Within too. Like I, like uh, I'm guessing, like yeah, this. Uh, the internet just leaks anything nowadays i know it's not really news per se but like i thought it was interesting enough to put on the list 
I mean, it's it's things like this though, just like with the Terry Crews Doomfist thing that get re- people really uh, talking and get them, um, you know, kind of theorizing about what's going to happen. And this is definitely one of those things that it leaves a lot up to interpretation on what's going to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like. Yeah, I guess that's the case, but I don't know. I think it's going a little bit too far. Where it's like, hey, we got uh, just like scraping from the bottom of the barrel. Like, hey, we got this like screenshot of a guy playing a game, and you know, confirmed. Like, uh, there's a there's a huge possibility that Evil Within Two can be canned, like in the middle of its production. So I guess, uh, yeah, that's oh, a yeah. thing. So uh, I guess, uh, and then you sort of get the uh, skepticism of like, oh, are the developers personally putting this out so they can gain more hype around their product? And like, uh, so I try not to really think about it too much. I thought it was just interesting news to talk about that, hey, Evil Within 2 is like being made. And I just didn't think that game did well enough to like get a sequel. I, it's not bad, but it just like, it didn't do gangbusters, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't recall what the... Um what the sales figures for the first game were. I remember it did well enough that it got some praise, but I don't recall it being everyone and their grandma saying, hey, this is a great game. You should go check this game out. It's the best game ever. Yeah, it seems to have gone, like, fairly respectable critical reviews. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I'm also trying to think what else came out around that time that could have hindered that sale or like the sales of that game and nothing really comes to mind because i can't remember when the first evil within came out i think it was 2015 around like september uh october 2014 oh october 2014 i thought it was 2015 wow i don't know it just feels like stuff has it's hard to like judge when stuff came out anymore because 2017 just like bombarded us with the games and good games yeah, just, for sure. It was just like, wow, I can't even I mean, think. Even 2016 wasn't, like, bad when it came to games. There was a lot of good in the gaming world in 2016, too. It was just, like, spread out. It was like the good stuff got released towards the end of 2016, like Last Guardian, Final Fantasy XV. Uh, even yeah, World of Final Fantasy was pretty good from what I hear about people that like that game. It, it was pretty all right, definitely, for a uh, not, like, flagship Final Fantasy title. It was fairly respectable i own it i play it occasionally but wow 20, 2014 wow that was yeah so yeah evil within two coming probably next two or three years i don't know how fa- how long it's going to take for that to come out but i don't know i'm excited but um speaking of things yet to come capcom presents disney afternoon collection they're bringing back our childhood guys they're bringing it back yeah, I think this is actually something uh, in the last podcast I talked about, but I might have gotten the information I said wrong because um, I saw the the picture and I thought Disney the Afternoon Collection. I didn't know it was a game per se, but I thought, oh hey, this is totally just going to be like them re-releasing some you know TV show episodes. The fact that it's games, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I thought, like, because when I looked at it, I was like, oh, okay. Because so, the first thing I thought was, oh, games, because it was Capcom Presents. But I thought it was going to be like, you know how DuckTales was remastered? I thought they're all were going to be remasters like DuckTales was. But it seems like they're just, like, sort of like HD upgrades or remixes or whatever. It's, uh, it's not really... A- yeah, kind of... Yeah, like sticking to the eight bit style. You mean like the mm-hmm. Mega Man like Legacy Collection or whatever it was? Yeah, and I thought it was like a full like, oh, we made a new game sort of thing, like the Ducktales was. But um, uh, yeah, I guess I'm excited for. It. I've never played. I only played Ducktales for the NES. I didn't play uh, the other games on the NES. I remember the Chip and Dale game being bad, good enough that it was bootlegged a few times. Mm-hmm. And they made, like, uh, I think a Mario game or something like that. It was just bootlegged. It was horrible. Uh, the bootleg was. I don't know about the original. And I didn't even know there was a Darkwing Duck or Tailspin game. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of... I'm more so interested to see those two games than DuckTales, which we've everyone's at least heard of and or played at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess they're trying to release it in time because Disney XD, I believe it is... Uh, uh, is re- releasing uh, the remake of DuckTales, so I'm guessing like they're trying to play on our nostalgia and like, hey, play these games, play these old games. So yeah, you remember these characters? Like, yeah, they're in this game. You should buy it. Yeah, 
give us your money. And I believe there's like concept like, art and stuff in there as well from the shows as well as from the making of the games, like the Mega Man uh, collection had as well. So I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah, that would definitely be interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you guys want to take a look out for that. The only one thing that I have a gripe about this is no Switch release. It's not coming out for the Switch. It's just uh, Xbox, PC, and um, PS4. I wonder why that is, though. I'm guessing Mm -hmm. it was already being made when the Switch was barely announced, and they didn't have, like, the... Uh, they didn't have dev kits for the Switch yet, and they weren't able to do that. So hopefully later down the line we'll get a Switch version because these games, like, they'll probably play better on a Switch because you're, like, taking it around with you and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like they'd probably be good for just DS releases too, or mm-hmm. 3DS releases, but I feel like they'd be good for handheld releases for sure, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, maybe that's just... Uh, obviously that's not just me but i definitely think they're limiting themselves by doing uh ps4 xbox and pc mm-hmm. even though like most people have laptops so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and th- i'm guessing there's not going to be a high system requirement to play these games they're just like upscaled versions of like the 8-bit NES version so i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they'll run just fine i mean i would hope they wouldn't need like massive system requirements that'd be That'd be uh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like where do they put all the like? They just have like a graphically intensive like cut scene in the beginning just to fuck with people. But um, but yeah, that's Capcom's Disney Afternoon Collection. Uh, yeah, so I, pre-orders are out now. I'm guessing. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's move on to uh, something that I want to talk about because I've I've watched a few episodes of it. Marvel's Iron Fist. Have you guys got the chance to look at it? Yeah, I checked out the first two episodes, I think. I'm six episodes deep right now, and it's it's something. Yeah, I'm about eight episodes in. Like, I watched three the other night, uh, three the other night, and, like, yeah, it's it's not bad. Because, like, when I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes review and all, all those other review outlets, I'm like, it's not as bad as everybody's saying it is, but it's not the greatest marvel netflix show i mean to be fair for a character that is as about fighting as as you know iron fist is i have to say the fight scenes were really lackluster if anything they were too slow and definitely daredevil's fight scenes outperformed Mm -hmm. by far yeah i uh i guess it's just that like i feel like daredevil had like great like fight scenes like the elevator scene and the hallway scene it's like they had he daredevil had like good like well choreographed scenes that like took place overall daredevil's like choreography were kind of like standard but then they had like these long like well shot scenes of uh fighting choreography which was really great but iron fist has like uh sprinkled around mediocre fight scenes which is like uh, like dude aren't you all about kung fu and fighting like it's yeah mm. yeah and uh, the characters found, are like, uh, this, sorry i'm sorry go ahead oh um i also found like the sound design was a bit weak mm. it's like it just didn't sound right or whatever I don't know. yeah i kind of get what you're saying and as well as the soundtrack for the or the uh the score of the whole entire show was like because you got you stepped off of Luke Cage, which Luke Cage had like an amazing soundtrack going on with it. Oh, Luke Cage's soundtrack was and phenomenal. the scoring was freaking amazing. And then you like jump down to like it, it's like Iron Fist is basic. It's like the basic bitch of the group. That's that's what I like to think of Iron Fist as because like with Daredevil had amazing like stunts and choreography with the fights. Luke Cage, you had amazing. Um, uh, the, the amazing music as well as the uh, cinematography for Luke Cage was actually really uh, stunning as well. And it's just like when you go down to Iron Fist, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of standard amongst shows. It's, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, it's just that when you have to follow like two shows like that. And Jessica Jones, in my opinion, was kind of like the same in Iron Fist. It was like it was like it was okay. It wasn't extraordinary. It didn't really break any grounds or anything. I don't feel like Jessica Jones was, um, like, supposed to be more fighty. It was supposed to tell more of a story, which it did. It 
told a fairly decent story, but in like Iron Fist, it tells its story and it has its characters, but I'm already a few episodes like like I said, I'm six episodes in and I hate all the characters except for two of the returning characters and Danny. That's really about it. I don't really care much for anyone else. Yeah, that's how... Well, three of the returning characters, but, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel, because, like, uh, I like how Rosario Dawson's character is, like, the Nick Fury of this, like, Netflix, uh, like, series of verses, where it's like, oh, like, she happens to be there for, like, Daredevil and Luke Cage, and, like, she was in Jessica Jones, and it's like, wow, it's like, <laughs> it's just very interesting seeing her, like, in each... Uh, uh, like each show, and she care she almost carries all of the shows like, that she's in, which is funny. I mean, she really does, though, and that's. I mean, aside from I want to say Daredevil and Luke Cage because she's in Luke Cage for just almost minimal screen time. It seems like I haven't finished it. I'm working on that, but it she isn't in that as much, so it she can't carry as much. But at the same time, like. In the scenes she's in an Iron Fist, if Danny isn't there, she basically steals the entire scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. It seems like the only good like character on there is Danny or uh, or uh, Rosario Dawson's character. Um, and yeah, it's just like very weak. It's a very weak show compared to them uh, amongst them. But uh, good thing Danny's a good character because he's going to be in the Defenders. So I guess that's a plus side. Yeah, at least there's that. Yeah, so uh so yeah, for my recommendation for you guys out there that are listening to this podcast for advice, I'd say this one is a skip. Uh it's not like you have to watch it, but hey, if you have Netflix and you ha- you have like a bored Saturday or Sunday, I would say just watch it or whatever, but uh take it with a grain of salt. It's not too uh it's not like too involved or anything. It's just like basic and um, also the whole controversy around that, which I'm not going to get into because I think it's stupid. But uh, the whole like, oh, you should have cast the Asian ma- uh, lead as Danny, whereas like had people up in arms about that. So yeah, that killed me. That really killed me. <laughs> I mean, and they totally could have though, mm-hmm. and it would have worked because there's there have been a hundred plus Iron Fists. Mm-hmm. Like, two women Iron Fists, even. So they could have done anything with a character, and it would have been okay. But I guess they wanted to do the Defenders true, and I don't know. Yeah, it was just, it was just like, a weird thing to get up in arms about, where it's, like, where it's like they did this whole revolutionary thing with, like, Luke Cage and everything, with the uh, racial tension and everything. And then it's, like, people are getting petty about, like, oh, how come he isn't this or whatever. But... Uh, that is the internet in a nutshell. We get angry and upset over little things. And, yeah, speaking about the internet revolting, Mass Effect Andromeda, oh, I, I've i played a little bit it, a little bit of it and seen mostly hilarious gifs of poor character animation and all that stuff. So have you guys got to take a look at it or play it? Uh, I've seen yet. it. Uh, I've seen it. You witnessed it. I'm not going to get it until it drops in price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like really tempted to like return it, and be like, give me my money back for it. But um, it's all right. I mean, it's not terrible. It's just like uh, I I feel sorry for real Mass Effect fans that are like we're, we're waiting long for this one, and it's just mediocre pile of whatever. And yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have to say about Mass Effect. It's very mediocre. Uh, took way too long for just to make something that was very that seems to be rushed out, and I mean, I mean, you could say the same about most of the video game industry. Like lately, though, it's half the things are rushed out and not great, and the things that are great, like, still aren't the best they could be after multiple delays. I'm looking at Final Fantasy 15 when I say that, but I mean even with Final Fantasy 15, I because because I look at Final Fantasy 15 and get even more upset with Mass Effect Andromeda because it's like that was rushed out. It went through development hell and everything, but yet still had a good serviceable game outside of the story stuff, which is lacking because of the whole cuts and stuff. But like it's a still amazing game to play, and it's like looking at this uh, like it's a Frankenstein of a video game. It's been put together slapped together multiple times and to look at Mass Effect Andromeda and it's like 
Like, you could have tried better. You really didn't have to rush it out for March because, like, there's so many good games out. And then, like, this is just killing you guys even worse because you now birthed into this world a game that is, like, subpar amongst, like, a bunch of 9 out of 10s. Like, um, Breath of the Wild, uh, 10 out of 10 game. Uh, near Automata, uh, nine out of ten. I'm pretty sure when Persona Five drops next week, that's going to be either a nine or a nine out of ten. So, like, it's just like it's just going to get lost amongst these good games. Yeah, and I mean, even if they would have waited and delayed it until, um, until this you know holiday season, that third quarter, I want to say, you know, November fourth quarter, it'd be fourth quarter, um, the holiday season, whatever you want to say. Uh, I mean, even then, it would still get lost under Destiny 2, which is pretty big. It's going to get lost under Call of Duty, which announced it was supposed to be World War II, or so the rumors say, and a lot of other great games that are supposedly coming out this year that it could have also probably get lost under, even if they would have released it in that you know holiday season when it you know when everything else would have come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel like it wasn't polished enough and they acknowledged it apparently and said there really isn't much we can do about this because it's it's there now it's like uh, so they've acknowledged mm-hmm. it but it's just like that defeatist attitude sort of pisses me off where it's like oh like uh, just yeah that's the best we could we could have done like really because like outside of like the poor animation and the dead dead eye stares of the character it's still a very like shitty told story and like that's what they were normally good at mass effect was telling a good story and it's just like really that you couldn't have worked on a little bit more than not at all so uh yeah i guess thumbs the brakes i mean we were we kind of were destined to this out of all the good games we got this year it was we were destined destined for one poop poop game so so um Dear God, it is storming outside right now. Meanwhile, at, in Mike's location, he's about to go under a tsunami or whatever. But, um, but uh, yeah, I actually want to skip this one topic because I actually we were going to talk about the Overwatch new character. But, however, I haven't got too much time to play that character, so I can't really talk too much in detail about it. Uh, have you guys played that character yet or play Overwatch? I don't play Overwatch. I play Overwatch. Um, I haven't been able to be on lately since the new character was announced. But the consensus I hear is it's basically it's a new Omnic with basically cut and paste abilities from every other hero. Except for one, which is actually kind of interesting. But eh, nah, it's, it's not worth it. Well, that's good to hear because like i've tried to get uh like a session but everybody keeps choosing the new character and it's hard to like get time playing as that character so uh that's sort of how it goes when it comes to overwatch so um so yeah we're just going to skip on to power rangers 2017 the movie uh i got a chance to see it i don't know about you guys i got to see it today actually i was going to see it last week but uh stuff happened and i had to see it this week so uh, so yeah, have you guys seen it yet? Uh, not as of yet. Mm. I have not either. I'm not 100 percent if I'm gonna go see it in theaters yet. I'm, I'm still waiting on the the good word of the people before I, you know, devote eleven dollars and some popcorn money to go see it. Uh, it's it's okay. It's it's not like you have to rush out to go see it. I would say wait till it goes to budget probably. But it's a it's a good movie. It's like it's surprising for what the source material they have, which is Power Rangers, which is a very campy, very dated show, and that they were able to bring it to life and sort of revamp it for the younger generation of this uh, generation. So, um, yeah, I, I think you'll have a good time watching it. But I wouldn't say don't shell out full price for a ticket. Um, you can wait for it. It's not a must see, but um, it's a pretty good. Pretty good movie. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Pretty good without getting into spoiler he- uh, spoiler territory for that. So, 
And just for those of you guys out there that were interested in watching the Power Rangers, if you're already planning on going, I would say go anyway. But if you, uh, if you're saying should you go out and buy a ticket for this, now nah, if you weren't planning on going to go see it, I'd probably say you can just wait till it comes out on DVD or Netflix or whatever. Fair enough. Would you say it takes itself very seriously, or is it more of like lighthearted kind of thing? Uh, it's the okay. So this is going to be a thing that I'm going to get into probably like a whole bunch throughout the year where tra- when trailers come out because I personally think trailers destroy most movies. It, and trailers destroyed this movie because they made it seem like it was going to be the serious, dark and gritty, like no humor whatsoever and like that's not what this movie is there's humor in it there's great moments in it there's campiness there's cheese in it so uh it's not it doesn't take itself too seriously it still realizes what it is and uh there's like um there's like this moment and okay so i'm not going to get into spoilers for this but there's this moment during the power rangers when they're like oh um rita's going to attack this one place and like it's uh, it's, it's just, look, you guys got to watch it. You got to see what I'm talking about or, uh, or whatever because it's, it, it's ridiculous. It's, uh, there's some, like, ridiculous moments to it, and there's some, like, uh, there's campy teenage moments. So if you hate campy teenage moments, then this wouldn't be a film for you. But I liked it. I don't know. It re- sort of reminded me of the old Power Rangers. So I mean, that's all I guess I would have to hear because, like, someone who grew up on, you know, Power Rangers, Big Bad Beetleborgs and all that, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm probably going to end up giving it a watch just for the sole fact that it was it was my childhood. Mm-hmm. I kind of fell off after the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, but, eh. Uh, it does, it... Ivan News, of course. Ivan News is the movie I'm referring to. Ivan yeah. News, okay, <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, it's like it's it's good to see that Power Rangers wasn't destroyed like how Transformers was. It's like this is a thriving franchise that I believe is good enough. And like even though I'm probably not going to stick with it full through the full way if they make multiple movies, but it's a good movie to pass down to like your younger siblings or your children or whatever. It's a good it's a good movie for them and stuff like that. And if you watch it, it's a pretty good movie as well. But um. Yeah, I actually want to go on a quick tangent. Uh, so apparently Ghost in the Shell is actually a good movie. I've just received a text from a friend saying Ghost in the Shell is actually pretty good. So this is shocking. Really? Yes. This is breaking news, everybody, to the podcast. Ghost in the Shell is a good movie, apparently. Hey, don't let the internet hear you say that. They'll crucify you, lynch you, burn you at the stake. They'll kill you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Ghost in the Shell was a movie that was like, I'd never seen the original Ghost in the Shell movie, the anime one, but, um, um, I was like, when, when I looked at the trailers, I was like, uh, this seems pretty good. This isn't like when you saw the Dragon Ball Evolution trailer and it's like, oh, you knew this was going to be shit. But, like, with Ghost in the Shell, that trailer was like, eh, this could go either way. So, apparently, they did it. They made a good, they made a good movie. So, I'm seeing it tomorrow afternoon, so I'll get to see from my own eyes whether it's good or not. But I uh, just thought I'd bring that breaking news into you guys. So Hey, there you go. You heard it here yeah. first, everyone. Heard it here first. It's good. A friend of a friend said it was good. Five stars. Hey, that's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need Some to hear. Some dude on the street told me it was good. 10 out of 10. But uh, speaking about anime being converted over to uh, uh, theatrical release, we got the Death Death Note movie trailer. Uh, I'm not sure what your guys' experiences <laughs> with Death Note is, but, like, yeah. So did you guys take a look at the trailer? Uh, I started watching it and kind of got bored, not interested, sort of thing. The trailer, I watched the it and laughed. <laughs> I was like, okay, so a part of me was like thinking, like, okay, this probably wouldn't be half bad if I like removed the whole like show aspect out of it from watching the TV shows. Like, maybe if it's well acted and all that stuff, maybe it can be good. But like, I don't know. It just like again, trailers ruin movies for me because like they portray it in a different light, just to appease a piece of demographic, and it just feels like this is like a high school drama sort of sort of thing and it it's like uh it made me cringe and like it's just made me laugh at some points and stuff it's like ugh. the only 
like redeemable thing about the whole trailer for me was when you hear Ryuk talk mm-hmm. and realize, hey, that's Willem Dafoe. Like that's that's the Green Goblin. That's that's what you call perfect <laughs> casting in like a otherwise shitty mo- movie. But uh, hopefully, I'm just hoping that it'll be good. This is a like an adaptation or like a adaptation of like the uh, original uh, Death Note. So I'm interested in seeing it, but I'm not going to hold like too. I'm not going to put too much stock into it if it's bad or not. Um, yeah, so I'm just really interested to see how this turned out. Apparently, the directors uh, were listening carefully, and they liked uh, or they have familiarity with Death Note, the TV series. So hopefully, they'll take that into account. And I hope this Here's the, the, the potato chip scene is still in there. Ah, uh, yeah. If that seems all it, it's just an instant like worst film. Yeah, it's like you need to. He needs to I take know, the bite of the potato chip dramatically. I don't know. It's the like. Here's the thing that kills me though. Light, the character who plays Light Turner in this is <laughs> Nat Wolf. Light, Light yeah, Turner. His, I swear to God, they they localized his last name. It's Light Turner. And apparently, if you remember a show on Nickelodeon a long time ago called The Naked Brothers Band. Oh, oh. Apparently, that's who that guy. The is. lead singer. That's the lead singer. Nat Wolf is Light Turner. Oh my God. Okay. I was just like, I just remembered him from Paper Towns. I forgot he did the stupid Naked Brothers Band thing. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's all come full circle now. But It's all come full circle. <laughs> I didn't know his name was Light Turner. That's so, like, yeah. the whitest, like, whitewashing thing ever. Light Turner. Like ah, oh, that it killed me when I heard that. I'm I'm just at least happy they didn't give him the, or let him keep the name Yagami and make him a white dude. Mm-hmm. At least they gave him a white name. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least. Yeah, I mean, I can picture a white guy being named Light. I guess. Hey. And isn't uh, white people have crazy names? Mm-hmm. White people's names get weird sometimes. And I believe Light was just an English dub thing, like because they called him Hikari in uh, the subversion, which is Light in Japanese uh, English or whatever. But yeah, it's like so. Yeah, be tuned. Stay tuned for Light Turner and his adventures with the Death Note. Could be good, or it could probably be not. Is all I know is a, it's a hot topics kid. Uh, fa- wet fantasy there Death Note being made into a live action American TV show but ugh, I just get I just get bad taste in my mouth every time I look at this trailer it's like oh this just the still from it just like that thumbnail still <laughs> it's ah uh, he doesn't look healthy <laughs> no he does not yep this is this is Kira ladies and gentlemen this is, and L is a black the guy the god of the new world L, I don't mind L being a black guy. I don't know for some reason. I, I don't either. Like if they're gonna do anything with L, I'm I'm at least kind of happy they did that. But the only issue is, like from what I can tell, he doesn't look lazy enough to mm-hmm. me. He doesn't look like socially awkward, and you can't even see his face half mm-hmm. the time. And like, uh, why is he still called Kira? And this is ju- this isn't Japan; it's America. But. Uh, uh, That'll be a podcast later on down the line in September when that movie comes out. Oh, God, I have to watch that now, then. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You, you have to suffer along with the rest of the world. That is just... We we have to know if it's really shit. But, um... It could blow us all away and be great, though, too, at the same time. Yeah, I mean... I'm not holding my breath, but dear God. Yeah, I, I just get excited just reading the comments for, like, this net like, this Netflix, like, trailer. Just, like, go there, look at the comments, and look at the weeps. Like, go fucking <laughs> insane. <laughs> just, like, wow. It's like, I, I dislike this trailer and probably going to dislike the movie, but, like, damn, like, I've seen people... <laughs> People are crazy, ladies and gentlemen. People are crazy. But we got a pretty awesome trailer, which is surprising, considering I'm not really excited to see this movie. Justice League trailer, the official trailer, is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, what? You didn't see the trailer? It's freaking awesome. 
It's, I couldn't watch it's the like trailer. It's like the one I good thing. Myself to do it. Like Zack Snyder gets me every time with the trailers being so dope, and then I go see the movie, and it's like mediocre pile of garbage. And it's like, like I look at it like the, the problem with the movie, with the Justice League movies or the DC Cinematic Universe is that it's like very shallow. Like, like it's very shallow. It's like you barely. There's no story to it, and it leaves you with just a bunch of questions, and, like, it shows you cool And Martha. Stuff. Don't forget Martha. Martha! Why'd you say that name? It's my mother's name. Oh, wow. It's, it's my mom's name, too. <laughs> oh, just, are we, are we, do we just become best friends? Just like every yeah. bad guy from now on just going to scream out, Martha. <laughs> just like Martha. Like, what? That's my mom's name. How did you know? I, so that's my mom's name too, bro. <laughs> that's my mom's name. It's like they bonded over some irrelevant shit. Martha. The, like the one thing I saw from the trailer was a still image of Aquaman and Batman, and they're like, "I can't wait for this portion of the movie where it's what's your mom's name, Aqua Martha." All right, you're in. <laughs> Aqua Martha. Oh. I don't know. I just I can't bring myself to watch the DC trailers anymore. I I can't because I get overhyped for these movies, and then it 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 leaves me wanting. Yeah, it's, it, Fair I mean it looks cool. That's what I can say about it. It looks cool. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll it will finally deliver something other than disappointment. Hopefully, I don't know. Like I I have faith in humanity, so I'm going to... This is going to be the last time, though. If this movie sucks, this is definitely going to be the last time, because unfortunately... Uh, well, fortunately, I didn't see Suicide Squad, so I don't... So I only had two bad Zack Snyder movies, not three. You didn't miss out. Yeah. You didn't You didn't miss much. It was... It, was, it wasn't great. Mm. It wasn't. Like, I can tell just by looking at the For trailers, the- like, like, that's the one thing where it's like... Okay, Batman versus Superman trailers look good. Justice League's uh, trailers look good. Suicide Squad's trailer looked very annoying. Like it looked like it was trying to be edgy on purpose, which pisses me off. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this movie. So, turns out I was in the right boat for that one. I mean, again, you really didn't miss much. Like there was so much hype over Jared Leto's Joker and how all of his co-stars were, oh, Jared Leto got really in the part to only find out he's in the movie for maybe, I want to say maybe 10 minutes, maybe. He got so into it, though. Got super. But he got so into just that 10 minutes. Apparently, the theoretical extended release, whatever you want to call it, was better because it had a bit more Joker in it, but... uh I didn't care for it. It wasn't good. I don't know. I didn't like the gold teeth grilled Joker. I don't know. It just seems like it seems weird and didn't really fit. It just seems. Oh. It hurt me. It hurt me to see that man with body tattoos and grill. Like, mm. dude, stop! You're he, the Joker's classy. It doesn't matter what incarnation of the Joker. He always has some level of class. Mm. That was not class. That was trash. Yeah, the problem like, is we had too many good jokers. We had Jack Nicholson. We had uh, fucking Heath Ledger. It's like you can't you can't really follow up after that. It's like you know Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. Troy Baker. Yeah, all great jokers. Heath, or then you got Jared Leto. Eh, I don't even think he's a good actor. I, I the only way okay. I know Jared Leto is because he was in Thirty Seconds to Mars. And, like, I did not know he was an actor before that or whatever. He's not a horrible actor, but just not for that role. Mm -hmm. He's not good for that role. Yeah, it's just he's not extraordinary is what I should say. He's not, like, he's not, like, one of the first picks that I was like, hey, that should be Joker. But. I mean, he was fairly good in Fight Club. I, yeah, I did see Fight Club. And, yeah, he was, I guess he was all right. Um. He was good for what he did. Yeah. <laughs> he was good. Like, I don't remember him being in it that much because uh, I was too busy focusing on um, uh, all the craziness on screen. Yeah, it's like I forgot that he was a character there. But, um, but yeah, Justice League trailers are right. Hopefully it won't blow in theaters. But we got the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, trailer two, and, hope, and this looks like it's going to be a good movie. I'm hyped for oh, yeah. it. Considering they showed like 80% of what the movie's going to be about. It's like... They 
they did put all their eggs in a basket. They did show us the villain, which I'm kind of eh towards. I've never been a big fan of showing the villain, which is another reason back to the, you know, Batman versus Superman. I feel like why that failed is because they showed the big twist at the end. It's spoilers, Doomsday's in it. They showed that and it's like, oh, well, now we know Doomsday's in it. Okay. Yeah, it's, well, it's sort of like, I don't know, that's how it's been always for, like, Marvel uh, movies where it's like, yeah, you need to know who the villain is because, I don't know, it sort of gets me excited. Because, like, cause like, let's say, like, the, the whole time they didn't show the villain, you get in theaters and it's just the Green Goblin, I would sort of be disappointed. Yeah. So, it's like, you got to at least show I'm, who it is and then, like, you don't show their motivation, just show who it is and then that's it. I'm fairly happy it's the Vulture, though, because I feel like out of all of Spider-Man's villains, he's one of the ones that people either underwrite or just forget about entirely. But I, I, I don't know. I and, sort of wanted Mysterio to be there. Because, like, he is such an underplayed Spider-Man villain. And, like, the whole, like, theatrical thing he has going on. Uh, and I don't know. I just, I don't know. that Out of underused villains, that's a good one to use. I'm 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 still gonna go see it regardless. Mm-hmm. The trailer looked great. It looked exactly like I'd expect out of a Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie. It showed us just enough him being Spider-Man, just enough him being Peter, mm-hmm. and just enough Tony Stark being Tony Stark, which is yeah. the perfect ratio. Yeah, it looks like this a perfect kind of Spider-Man, not too serious, not too comedic mm-hmm. feeling, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what Spider-Man should have been a long time ago. Uh, uh, Spider-Man, the original trilogy, like, it was too, like, I don't know, too in its own emotions campy. and stuff. Yeah, it was campy, and then, like, I didn't like Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. She was too, she was, like, not independent. Like, she wasn't a good Mary Jane. She was, like, a very damsel, damsel in distress. Um, and, like... And her face just killed me, just because it looked distressed all the time and i hated that even when she was supposed to be happy she just looked distressed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i couldn't pin why yeah and the whole whiny peter parker thing that it had going on wasn't too great but um i like the villains in the uh first and second movie so that was good that had a good thing going on for them for villain wise uh the problem with amazing spider-man those two movies was basically uh the acting was good uh uh, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. The fight Stacey. scenes were pretty okay. Uh, yeah, the fight scenes were good, and like uh, fucking Andrew Garfield as Spider Man was pretty. Uh, he was a pretty decent Spider Man, I have to say. But um, yeah, so I'm like really excited to see what uh, this Spider Man has, and since this is going to be officially part of the MCU, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, that later on down the line. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're just going to jump right off the Spider-Man Homecoming 2 trailer to the Mega Man cartoon trailer, which, uh, I don't know if you guys watched this, but it looks kind of, it looks kind of... Mega Man is dead. Yeah, that's... Mega Man is dead. That's, that's what I was about to say in a nutshell. Mega Man's dead. It's gone forever. It's, don't worry. There's nothing to see here. Don't go. I'm not even going to link the trailer in the podcast notes. It's, you can just ignore it because... Oh, it looks terrible. It doesn't... It's that weird art style that's in between anime and Western, like, cartoon design, which is, like, ugly, uh. and it doesn't clash well. Like, uh, The Last Airbender was, and uh, Legend of Korra was able to do it good, but it's like... The, like, oh, how, how should I put it? What is the closest thing that fits the... I'm trying to think myself. It uh, looks like quintessential, like, children cartoon mm-hmm. look. Yeah, it it looks yeah it looks very children e. It's like Mega Man. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Mega Man NT Warrior that was pretty decent of a cartoon. Yeah, uh, yeah, NT Warrior was pretty okay. And then like this is just like it's it's not even sort of an essence of what um, Mega Man is or what he used to be. It's just like it's just like hey we it's like someone said hey we have the license to make this a cartoon why don't we just shit all over it. It's like, okay, fine, do what you... I feel like Capcom has ulterior motives here. I feel like they think, hey, if we get people to hate Mega Man enough, they won't beg us for Mega Man Legends 3 anymore. Let's just do that and see what happens. And 
Oh, God, it, it hurts. As a Mega Man fan, as someone who's played Mega Man since, like, you know, the 90s when I was born, back in, like, back when it was X and the X series and even getting my hands on the classic Mega Man games and the Legends series and all that, and it hurts to see this. That being said, it also sort of reminds me of the bad box art from the NES days. <laughs> Oh, you mean the guy in yellow spandex, and he has, and he's like yes. in a weird position. It's like, oh, the art was bad and everything. Oh, like yeah, I remember that. And yeah, it just, it just sucks that like we can't get, uh, we can't get a good Mega Man. Like we thought Mighty Number no. Nine was going to be that, but it failed to meet expectations. And it's like I kind of stricken that from memory. And we get this. We get this uh, derpy-looking Mega Man that looks weird. and Oh, Code Lyoko. That's what I was thinking of. It looks like Code Lyoko. Yeah, Code Lyoko. Well, that was Canadian, though, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, that's just... Oof. That's bad. It's like uh, poor 3D-rendered uh, character models that has like this sort of anime aesthetic to it, but it's not completely anime. And it's like, I don't know. It's Mega Man. Me- Mega Man's ruined, you guys. We can just let just let it die. We can finally bury him. <laughs> we can finally bu- bury him with all the other dead mascots, such as I don't know who who else is dead. Jack is Jack officially Don- dead? Jack and Daxter. I I can officially say Jack is dead. Yeah. I, we haven't seen anything, and I doubt we're going to anytime soon. Uh, Sly Cooper's dead. I think he died after Sly 4 came out. Ratchet & Clank, at least, is still trying to, like, stay afloat. And well, No, no, I take back Sly Cooper, because there are still talks of the Sly Cooper movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. I forgot but, about that. Yeah, it looks like crap. <laughs> if it's anything um, like the Ratchet & Clank that. movie, then it's going to be bad. But Alright, the Ratchet & Clank movie wasn't horrible. It just <laughs> I'll say that now. I enjoyed it. Personally. It was just I played the game and what then I watched expected. the movie. I was like, oh, so this is just the game. Like, and then I just like, oh, so this was just wasted my time. It was just the most self-aware thing. It was. I mean, the game was self-aware. <laughs> I guess it tried that self-aware humor that works in the games, but ah. Eh. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Jack's dead. Sly's, Sly, dead. Sly's kind of dead. He's like he's like in a coma for right now. He's in a coma. He's on life support. Mm-hmm. I want to say Devil May Cry is dead too, but I they mean, keep I don't teasing know what like Capcom keeps like saying, "Oh, maybe, ooh, yeah, yeah, we got something." And it's like just shut up and say something already. And oh, uh, you're either going to make Devil May Cry five or you're going to make a DMC sequel two. to DMC Devil May Cry, which I wouldn't mind. I kind of like that Dante. I think it was a oh, really yeah. gritty, edgy. Dante, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, DMC uh, DMC towards the end when they like did the update and all that stuff and did a uh, HD re-release uh, and fixed the uh, combat and all that stuff with it. It was a pretty good game, but, like, ooh, was it rough in the beginning? Yeah, it was It was definitely rough in the beginning, for sure. Yeah, at least they worked at it got it better, even though, I don't know, like, I have a sort of, like, a affinity towards, like, characters that are, like, edgy for edgy's sake, and, like, he kind of fit that mold, whereas the original Dante was, like... Oh, he fit like, that mold in spades. <laughs> well, the original Dante was, like, this <laughs> laid-back, cool uh, dude that just, like, ate pizza and, like, didn't really give a fuck, but, um... Except for Devil May Cry two, but we don't talk about Nobody that game t- either. Devil May Cry what? It just there's just Devil May Cry one and three. I don't know what you're talking about. This two thing. Four is okay. Four was good. I, I like four. I like Nero a lot. We need Devil May Cry five with just Nero. Just hey, bring Virgil back too because we know he's not dead. Which one, Fedora Virgil or OG Virgil? Not Fedora. Vir- never Fedora Virgil or OG. OG like. Classic. You want to know the way Let's you ruin people's uh, childhoods? Put a, a fedora on it. Put a fedora on your character, <laughs> and you officially ruin that character. Dude, give him a black trench coat and a fedora. <laughs> and give him this weird anonymous mask that he wears sometimes. Oh my god, I just realized he's... Oh no. <laughs> he's that one guy on Neo, uh, Neo Gaff that uh, tweets out leaks of PlayStation 4 models. Oh, oh, oh God! Oh, <laughs> but 
we but at least we can all rest assured that and know that Banjo Kazooie is definitely dead. Yeah, well, it's trying to live on in ukulele. I mean, but the character is dead. I never liked Banjo Kazooie. Oh, I thought he was a ridiculous dead. character design, and like the world itself was ridiculous. I don't, I don't know. Didn't really like. It was special. I'll say that. I it, I can't say it was bad though, because it still holds like really special place in my heart. Uh, just because like the nostalgia there, me and my friends playing it at like their house after school, but. Like, I don't know, I'm kind of happy to see it actually finally put to rest and its quote-unquote spiritual successor coming out, which there's a lot of controversy surrounding that game now, too. Mm-hmm. Man, can we just get through a week without, like, controversy going on here? No, because no, it's no, 2017, and we need controversy. We're like That's why drama channels on YouTube are, like, sparking up and so big, like... Hashtag drama alert. Don't ruin us, Keemstar. Don't please Keemstar, don't don't call me the N-word. I'll get offended. Right, like <laughs> right. Like this dude said openly said the N-word and people still follow him. Like that's that's amazing. It's taken out of context. It's all <laughs> taken out of context. Like how many why am I still getting hate? Again, no hate Keemstar. Uh, YouTube is funny. Like your beard's awesome. YouTube is funny. <laughs> I, I miss the good old YouTube's days. A weird place. YouTube might as well wear a fedora now because it's ruined. But um Fair enough. But something that might not be ruined is Destiny. Maybe Destiny can live on with Destiny 2. Oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I, like this is this is going to be one of those things. It's going to be decisive. It's going to either be really good or really bad. And this is, I think, if I can say this, one of the problems with the original Destiny is it started out kind of slow, kind of weak, and then it got stronger, but then it got weak right after that. And I feel like if Destiny 2 wants to do anything better than its predecessor, go strong all the way through. Let's do it. And make the drops easier to get dear god please and i don't know i don't want to grind for five hours for those like exotic drops or those legendary drops and uh, here's a good tip for most of you guys uh i don't like multiplayer games too much so why don't you make a good single pl- single player campaign so i'll play your game so oh, then yeah. like because destiny's single player campaign was horrible crap it was it was non-existent. I, I, why should I say horrible? Because it didn't really exist. You just walked yeah. around while uh, while uh, Tyrion Lannister just talked shit, and then they dubbed him out for Nolan North, and then because not, like that's not that Nolan North isn't in enough already. Yeah, it's like hey, let's replace him with. They were like, hey, his voice was so monotone and nothing. Why don't we just replace it with another monotone and nothing voice? And. It's like, hey, who who can we get that's not working right now that we can get easy? It's like, well, we have Troy Baker or Nolan North. Who do you think we should pick? I don't know. Who's been in more? Tr- Nolan North? Okay, let's get Nolan North in here and add something else to his already impressive resume. No, uh, Troy Baker sneaked himself somehow into Persona 5. He's a voice in there. Confirmed. I'm already nice. confused. Of course he is. No, I'm just joking. I looked at the IMDB list for a Persona 5. He's not in there, yeah. but... I would believe it regardless. Yeah. Like he might have gone under some other alias or something. Oh my god! Uh, just did uh, like, do what Johnny like, Young Bosch did for um, Persona Four. He was like the protagonist and the villain at the same time, which was weird. I mean, wasn't that with Persona Three too? He was uh, Yuri Lowenthal was the protagonist. He was Pharos. He was Ryoji. He was random passersby. Yeah. God, that man did a lot. Yeah, freaking uh, Johnny Young Bosch and, like, Yuri Lowenthal of, of anime, like, they, they're, they like, everywhere. Like, you can just, like... Yeah, they're the anime equivalent of Troy Baker and Nolan North. <laughs> yeah, the anime equivalent of Troy Baker and Nolan North, just tag-teaming it. But surprisingly, none of those voice actors are in Persona 5, which is kind of disappointing, but yet also understandable. They want to get the new, the new young people in there. To, to be fair, though... Off. What I have noticed recently is a lot of the characters who've been in an anime called Your Lie in April are also in other things like 
I think uh, a good five or six characters out of that are in One Punch Man, and those characters are in some other anime, and now it's just starting to be like characters basically that were in One Punch Man and Your Lie in April are starting to be the new common voices in you know in video games. Yeah, but the problem with that is okay nobody with listens to dubs anymore. Like, like who's going to watch yeah. an English dub? Like. Because, uh, like, every time you mention those animes, I just think of the Japanese voice actors and actresses first before, like, I don't know. Like, I necessarily don't have a preference towards dub or sub. It's just that sub always comes out first, so I just watch that. Yeah. So, it's, uh, like, that's just how it is. And uh, Persona 5, uh, apparently, uh, not to, like, stay on Persona 5 for too long, because we're going to discuss about that next week. But apparently they're going to have like a, uh, a Japanese voice acting toggle and American voice acting. So for your weebs out there... I did hear that. about that. Yeah, so... <laughs> I did hear about that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, but like the American voice acting so good, so why change it over? And plus, um, I, I don't feel like reading. So just like say it to me and not have me read it all the time. I'll be good. And um, uh, yeah, that's like that's about it for news. Destiny two, uh, just final thoughts about Destiny two. It was like a trailer. It was like uh, th- that's the problem I have with CG trailers. Don't really show too much of what's going to happen. There was like two dudes. One was like a serious like Halo type dude, Master Chief type motherfucker, and the other one was like oh this roguish, uh, lackadaisical whatever guy yeah uh, it's like Cade six and i forget the dude from the titans because i didn't play a titan mm. forgive me in the comments but uh one bit one other big thing that did at least get announced because of that destiny 2 um trailer was it will be out for pc so mm. take that with whatever you will if you're gonna play it on pc i feel like it'd probably be better on pc anyway than console oh, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me too. Unless they pull like I mean, the, the dumb thing that Call of Duty did was like, oh, it's only on Microsoft. What was it? Um, Microsoft Windows. The Windows, Windows, 10. Windows Ten. Yeah, the Windows yeah. Store. Yeah. Which, well, they wouldn't do that. I feel like the only like they could do that, but since it's already getting so much preference because Activision has this huge like boner for uh, Sony, that I feel like they wouldn't do that just for the sole fact that. That would really screw over Sony players. What they need to do, though, is make it, if they're going to do the cross-platform thing, make it so that we can get like cross-platform multiplayer, mm-hmm. too. That's what we need yes. for this game. Uh, at the most, you'll probably get cross-platform between PC and like PS4 or Xbox. You wouldn't get like P- Xbox to PS4. Or, I don't know. I, depending on... Who knows? And I haven't played Destiny's multiplayer. I'm not sure if the servers are any good or not, so I wouldn't know that for sure. They're they're fairly okay. I mean, it tried to be an MMO, but they scaled it down so that at most you're going to see, I think, in the towns, 24 people. I might be wrong. Uh, and then in like the actual world maps, there were nine people per area. I want to say mm. I might be wrong again, but I mean it was it tried to be an MMO, but it was a scaled down MMO too. So I'm honestly kind of um, I don't know. I'm gonna hold my breath on this one. I'm I might get it. I might not. We'll see what happens yeah. come September. I don't know. Com- probably comes E3. Like E3, they're going to probably show some gameplay, and then like that's when I'll decide whether it's worth something or not. I mean, we're probably. I think we're we are getting a beta for that game too, just like we got for the uh, original Destiny. And I mean, if there's a beta and it's an open beta, I'll probably give it a give it a look and check and see it then. But I want them to do what they did. Uh, what um, what uh, I forget the name of the team who did Titanfall, but uh, I I hope they did what what they did with Titanfall too, which was add a good story mode that like uh that that was lacking from what the first game was. So hopefully with Destiny 2, there'll be a story mode I can play, get satisfaction out of it, and probably learn some lore about the sto- about the world that we're playing in because that was the whole interesting part of Destiny was the world itself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something they didn't even... Even in the first game, most of what you wanted or most of what you had to learn, you had to go to outside sources like the Bungie website, but... I don't know. I'm I'm still gonna I'm I'm still probably gonna play it because 
it's got you know it's a it, Destiny one was fair enough, and it can't be worse. I hope it can't at least, or I hope it won't. So, like I said, I'm just gonna hold my breath on it. Yeah. So yeah, apparently the Taken King was good. Uh, was good. So hopefully they'll take. What oh, they it was good. Hurt. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. So hopefully they'll take what what they did for that, and then improve upon that for the second game. And uh, yeah, decide to see what's going to happen. Hopefully it won't be an utter disappointment. But uh, uh, yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, yeah, pretty girthy news for this two weeks that we're going on. Hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully there won't be too much news next week because, as I said, next week's going to be the official Persona cast for next week. Uh, probably just Ooh-hoo. first impressions because I highly doubt any of you guys would finish the game by the time we record the podcast. Hope not. I don't know. Like, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. They said it's a hundred-hour game. It's a hundred-hour game. Uh, I might get a little grind happy. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh, that game is so it plays so good because I played the Japanese version. I can't wait till I can uh, understand what they're saying so I can play the the one this Monday. Monday at eleven fifty nine is going to be staring at my PS four waiting for that to download. But ooh, I hope there's going to be midnight launches because I had to get the physical copy. I had to just for that steel book. Ooh. Yeah. And controller cover, but I'm probably not going to use the controller. Still. I have a problem because I bought, uh, I bought the digital copy and the physical copy because like I had to play it at midnight as well as I have to get the physical copy. So, uh, yeah, there's an v- intervention I'm going to be attending next week as well to sort of like <laughs> to solve that problem. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, next week's probably going to be the official Persona uh, Persona cast. So just. Stay tuned for that. So if you don't like Persona that much, uh, you can skip that podcast because that's probably all we're going to be talking about. But um, other than that, uh, what else are you guys looking forward for this upcoming week? Uh, This upcoming week, I'm trying to think if there's anything else really that's uh, worth talking about. Um, I don't know. I'm not really looking forward to much else in the coming like week except for Persona, which you know, five days away. Yeah. Yeah. Counting down. Uh, maybe I'll see Ghost Same in the Shell much. tomorrow, so I guess that's going to be thing that I'm going to be watching tomorrow. See if it's as good as a guy who texts me said. So there, there we go. There, maybe I'll talk about Ghost in the Shell next week, as well as Persona Five, because f- fuck yes, Persona Five, as well as oh, we got to talk about Persona Five, as well as the, and you poor schmucks are going to listen, <laughs> as well as the great debate of the waifus. Of Persona <laughs> Five is what we're gonna. I, I don't know. I want to get far Ooh. enough to at least max one. I, I want to max one social link out before we record next week's podcast. So that's what I'm going to be working on for next week. So there you go. So, yeah. I think that's probably what uh, I'm going to be doing. To, I, I just at least hope they put out like a strategy guide too, mm-hmm. and not to play and not to have, so I can actually have it and hold it. But more so, just so I can collect it. Just. Just cause. Yeah, I just I just want to know enough. because I I hope it doesn't have the problem that the first or the fourth game had where it's like oh you can't hang out with this person because you're not courageous enough and like <laughs> I'm I'm going to literally throw yeah. my controller across this across my room just like oh you can't pick this uh this option because you don't have enough understanding dude screw that just let me say it oh yeah come on and man. the dedicated cheat button that they have in Persona Five. Where it's like during like when a teacher asks you a question, you can just ask the internet what did they answer, and usually the majority is always right. Or at least it was when I played the that's, Japanese version. So that's actually really mm. cool. Now I don't have yeah. to Wikipedia everything. Like, how am I supposed to know right, what? Don't AD gotta have that game for? facts page open. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed to know what AD stands for? I haven't been to high school for almost ten years. No, it was less than that, <laughs> like six, but whatever. I'm not. I'm not going through this shit again. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that was it for this podcast, everybody. Remember, uh, if you do have questions for us, be sure just to tweet at us. I'm at Mr. Black Canadian, and, uh, yeah, just tweet us your questions or whatever. We'll probably answer them on the podcast as well as uh, we do have this podcast on iTunes as well as SoundCloud and YouTube as well. So be sure to check it out there. Yeah. What he said. Yes. 
And leave us nice comments because we like those. And reviews. Or leave us a really stupid, yeah. mean comment and maybe we'll read that one and then just... Yeah, that would be really just fun. Just pick it apart. Just make sure... If you do it on iTunes, make it a five-star review. Just because. Very negative five-star review. Yeah, because you, you want to get up there in the list, so always put it as five stars and then say what you didn't like about the podcast. And then, yeah, that's how it works. Five stars mean you hate us, guys. If you hate us, put down five stars. And also, if you love us, too, five stars as well, because it's a weird system. For some reason, it only operates in five stars. Yeah, anything less, and we just don't care. Yeah. The system doesn't care yeah, either. It, just, it deletes itself. That's weird. It's probably a new update. They should take a look at that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, see you guys next time for our Personas uh, cast. So, yeah. Persona cast. Yeah, so see you guys later. Peace. See ya. Peace.